Road Church Matters. Yes, sir. Episode 51. Episode 51, yeah. I'm Antoinette, and I'm here with... Forrest Hall. And we are Road Church Matters, where we talk Road Church Matters because... Real Church Matters. Yes, sir. <laughs> Housekeeping, Antoinette. Housekeeping. Let's start off with, you can go and listen to the episodes at realchurchmatters.com. Mm-hmm. On there, you can see all the episodes, but if you are more akin to using your cell phones, your smart devices, you can either go to iTunes, go on your podcast app, search Real Church Matters, or you can go to SoundCloud, which you can do on any device, but especially for our Android users, go ahead and download the SoundCloud app or and you know, like us, follow us, subscribe, listen, review, repost, all of that. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Real Church Matters. And I don't know the other stuff. <laughs> Instagram.com forward slash Real Church Matters. Twitter is twitter.com forward slash Real Church MTTRS. And Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Real Church Matters or fb.me forward slash Real Church Matters. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> I'm all about that social life, man. <laughs> what um, else? Uh, and if you would like to support us, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Real Church Matters. That's P A T R E O N dot com forward slash Real Church Matters. We appreciate all of our patrons. We love you. Appreciate it. Yeah. And if you want to support us beyond listening in a deeper way, Give at least a dollar and you'll get access to A Little More Matters, which is our version of Overtime, where we talk a little more about whatever the episode was. And if you give $10 or more, then you get an inaugural t-shirt to kind of welcome you into the family. And then... We's a family. <laughs> we a family now. And then we'll be, uh, we're going to be giving a lot of other exclusive goodies to the Real Church family as we continue to give you good Christian content. And I'm back on my blog stuff, so you can expect some some articles. You could go to likewiselife.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at go do likewise. She's back. Let's I can't not wait. Too soon. No, you said it. You said I'm back. I know, but All you of a sudden, look at you. I tell you. It become real with other Father, people. We got to continue to pray for those who are commitment deficient. Because we know you're going to do it. You're going you're gonna to rock it. Amen. Just don't be afraid to say it. <laughs> don't be afraid to say it. Hey, what else we got going on, man? That's it's it. episode 51. We almost had a year, bro. Almost had a year. It Crazy. was rocky. It was rocky in the middle. It's always rocky. Rocky in the beginning. Rocky in the end. <laughs> it's rocky right now. <laughs> it's just rocky. But guess what? Guess what, Satan? My favorite ice cream is Rocky Road. <laughs> so I'm ready to eat it up. We served the Rocky Ages. <laughs> hey. <laughs> this may be a Rocky Road, but I serve the Rock of Ages. <laughs> He's going to help me rock this age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry that this is late. Uh, this is Thursday evening, but, you know. The cares of this world just... Because this world start pulling at us, but it will not choke. It had his hand around my neck. It was, <laughs> <laughs> but it will not choke out this good 
seed that God is playing it, playing it, playing it in my heart. It will rest in my heart. And so, what am I talking about? Right? I don't know. We need to get to it. So we choking. We was choking by the cares of this world. But we not no more. And so episode 51, we talking about representation matters. Mm. Representation matters. What are you talking about? Well, you know, nowadays, especially with uh, Black Panther coming out, mm-hmm. you know, Marvel's new superhero movie for those who um, are of the uninitiated and aren't that jacked in the pop culture. Um, and people are so excited because, you know, it's a black superhero. And we are very much in a time where people are constantly talking about representation matters. We need to see black superheroes so young people can see black superheroes. I really don't know. No, or even even when you think of like when Obama became president, everybody was like, well, now my son knows he can grow up and be president, you know, because they see it. Oh, so now their son knows that he can grow up and be Black Panther. <laughs> That's, I guess, a superhero people, yeah. of some sort. Or he can grow up to be an actor who makes goodles of money yeah. to be hung up in the air by strings. Pretty much. And then, you know, watch the movie like us and be surprised that he did all that stuff because most of it is CGI. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you have these young girls who, you know, Oprah is... Great for young black girls because they, Oprah didn't have a person she could look at and yeah. see, and, and and they do. They can look at Oprah and say, you know what? I can be a multimillionaire mogul, yeah. like Oprah. There's something about us seeing something that we can, that that we look like, I guess, that makes us feel like we can become it. You know, yeah. it's almost like when you want to learn how to do something, you watch a tutorial on YouTube, and you're like, "Oh, I could do that. I see it. Like, yeah. I could do it." It's like seeing that thing gives us a confidence, connects it to a reality, so that we get a a a better sense that it is possible mm-hmm. to do. So it, it helps shed off some of that insecurities, some of those doubts that it's even possible. Right. Interesting. So you know what that makes me feel like? What? The church need better representation. We do. If representation matters in the secular context, I I guess I'm saying representation matters in the Christian context. It definitely does. How? You know, let me tell you how. Christendom looks a certain way. But really, in my understanding of the scripture, and there's one scripture where uh, the writer is talking and he says, uh, he's speaking for God in Isaiah. Isaiah is speaking for God. And he says, I will pull people from all over the ends of the earth and they will come together and be my holy nation. Mm-hmm. And they will be my priesthood and they will represent me. And I was thinking, like, he, why does he want people from all corners of the world? Mm-hmm. But it's because God is interested in every type of person he's created being reflected in him. It's true. He's not looking for, you know, just some black Christians. <laughs> he's looking for some Asian Christians. Some some Pacific Islander yeah. Christians. He's looking for all types of Christians 
to represent the diversity of what he's created. Yeah, or even if you do want to keep it in black Christians, we need to see black young Christians. We need to see black old Christians. We need to see black rich Christians. Like, not saying that it's just black, but I'm just saying if even if you just even keep if it you there, go there, it's like think, then let's just stick there for a second. We're black. Right. I'm a young black man, youngish Relative. at this point, younger Jace. <laughs> I need to see, and it would have helped me to see, mm-hmm. black young black men serving God. It's true. Not young black men playing in church. Not young black men struggling with their sexuality in church. But young black men who were devout and focused and trying their hardest yes. to walk this thing out in obedience, in integrity, and in truth. Yeah. I could have used some representation. It would have helped me along the way. And I will say the same thing about women. It would have helped me a lot to see, you know, young women who, or even older women who <laughs> were, you know, invested in really trying to grow and and being consistent in it. Like, you know, you see so many people fall off and you'd be like, oh, I guess that's what this is about. Doing yeah. it for a little bit, get a little while and then falling off. Like, what does it, it, it doesn't help the situation. And we're not talking about it. We're not being honest and saying, you know what? You know, we're not the best representations of Christianity. We're not helping the next generation. Yeah. We're not helping them because when little Susie sees that her mama read the Bible on Sunday and then she never pick it up till next Sunday, it matters to her. It does. When little Susie sees her mother stand up in church and dance and praise the Lord and sing hallelujah and then go home and gossip for the rest of the night. When little Susie sees... Here's the pastor teach about uh, keeping yourself and staying focused and not walking outside the will of God, whether that be in fornication or all of the other things. And then go home and see her mother on hear her mother on the phone talking about certain things. See the guys come in and out. Or see her father operate in a certain way. And that's where a lot of the cynicism, I think, comes from with Christianity now. Like, you know, people who have grown up in church now resent all of it because that's all they've seen. They've seen people play with this stuff and it hasn't been proven to be real. Like, Yeah. And so people will look, listen to this and be like, oh, so y'all just talk about being a a, a good witness. Y'all just talking about... um, you know, standing up and evangelizing and, and li- not being hypocritical. Not quite. No. What I'm talking about is the effects of us doing it. Yeah. The effects of us doing it is something we're not paying attention to. Yeah. The same way they look and say, hey, I don't know how this happened, but every single movie and every TV show is just white. Every doll that comes out is just white. Yeah. Every superhero is white. And so what are we telling our black children when they, all they see is white? Yeah. And then when they see black, it's as an extra on cops. <laughs> and by extra, I mean person in handcuffs. Right. Or first 48. Crackers. <laughs> yeah. And, and the only speaking role you got on the first 48 is because you sitting in an interro- interrogation room. Interrogation room. Yeah. Snitching. So 
it matters to people. Now they like, this is affecting us mm-hmm. because our black kids aren't even thinking they can be certain things. They're not even thinking they can be a basketball, I mean, anything but a basketball player, yeah. anything but an athlete or a rapper. Why? Because they have representation in those fields. And I think that was so important to God because even when you think of him him sending his son, he's like, I need I need these people to see what I'm trying to, you get what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Besides the whole, you know. On a macro, to, on a macro yeah. perspective, you think, he, he said, I'm going to put my word in flesh yes. so they can see that a human can do this. Exactly. Absolutely. And then we we just taking it into more micro perspectives. The black church is, is close to our hearts because we black. Mm-hmm. We go to a church that's predominantly black. And we know the struggles it was growing up in church mm-hmm. and knowing that we never saw authentic Christian living. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I saw it. But I didn't see it in all the ways that would have helped me realize it was attainable to me. Yeah, it resonates a different kind of way, I feel like. It when, does. When it's, yeah. My mother, God bless her, she served God. She's still serving God. Her life has been a testament that God is number one real and that God can be real in us. Mm-hmm. But while that helped me and propelled me, and in many ways, she has been my pastor and my example of how to walk this thing out. It would have helped to have my father be more of that when I was younger. That's true. It would have helped to have men closer to my age. When I, the church that we went to, the church that I frequented, there wasn't a lot of teenagers. There wasn't a lot of 20-somethings. Right wasn't a lot of 30-something men in the church to represent. For me being a 19-year-old or 20-something-year-old, just looking around, and I was literally almost the only one. And then you think about being active in the church and pursuing God in a a way that, that is true and devout and not trying to be a hypocrite. You're literally a unicorn out here. Yeah. As a black man. I mean, for you, you you can think about. No, it. I look. You look in the church. It's predominantly it's pro- black, predominantly single women. women. I would even put single on there. Honestly, predominantly single. Yeah. Mothers or mothers. Yeah, <laughs> single, yeah, single mothers. mothers yeah. <laughs> and even you, you can attest to. And I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'll let you speak for yourself. But mm-hmm. there aren't. A, there wasn't a lot of. While there's a lot of women. There aren't a lot of single women who aren't mothers. Exactly. There aren't a lot of young single women who aren't mothers. Or in pursuit of those things. You get what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like you can you can tell that that's what they're desperately kind of seeking. Right. And it makes you feel like... We're covering a lot of things. But I want to take, yeah, take a pit stop right there okay. and let's talk about that. Okay. Let's talk about that. Like, you have, you have single women. Yeah. Then you have single women who are pursuing relationships. Yes. Then you have single mothers who are pursuing relationships. Mm-hmm. Then you have married women. Then you have married women who are struggling in their marriage. You you have all of these different scopes of it. But you, one thing that is truly lacking in the church is a single woman who isn't caught up in the pursuit. Exactly. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it shifts how how you operate when you when you're not focused on those things. Like right. you would, I would have seen it more in the church. I would have seen them more involved. I would have seen them caring about my life. You know, so it's case a in different point, way you operate. You, we we didn't have a shortage of older women telling younger women, "It's not time yet. It's okay. not it's not time, baby. Just serve the Lord." Uh-huh. And you had that, mm-hmm. but if you went back in time, that ain't what they did. Yeah. And so they, these people constantly are preaching these things, but we don't see the representation. Yep. Don't tell me as a kid I could be anything I want to be, and I never seen a black man on the moon. <laughs> and I never seen a black president. And I never seen those things. Don't tell me that I can live out my, my younger years. I can go to college and I get caught up in drugs, alcohol. I can go to, away to college and stand for my faith and not be led away by my desires. I, I didn't, you can tell me that. But I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Nor have you done it. Nor have you done it. Yeah. So representation is lacking. It is. And I feel like it's frustrating too because you see so much, so many variations of what you shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I see a lot of mistakes. I see a lot of people, versions of myself that I would not want to be. And I mean, I guess that helps too because it makes me, you know, not want to be those things. But, but. The, but it makes us not want to be it. Yeah. But it never takes us to a place where we see the other thing as even attainable. It's true. Half the time, we just chase, we running from demons. Yeah. We running from past. We running from the things we think is doomed, we're doomed to be. Mm-hmm. Just because that's all we saw. Yeah. I, I was running from the reality as the more I spent time in church, the more I dealt with even the young men in church and seeing the things they involved themselves in. And I'm like, y'all, y'all, why are y'all even here, you hypocrites? And I'm realizing, I'm, I'm feeling like that's coming for me, like a shadow at high noon. I feel like it's right behind me. Like, yeah, Forrest, I know you're reading your Bible right now. And then you would hear people say it, like, yeah, Jesus is all that till, till the right girl come along, right. till, till the right thing come along. They've been saying that for so long. I'm 36, going on 37 now. Like, where? <laughs> Where it at though? Mm-hmm. Like I'm starting to realize that I'm setting a precedent. You are. I'm actually the living representation of what I wish I had in my life, mm-hmm. and we need to we to need more push of it. people yeah. to do it more. Even in Titus, um, when Paul wrote the letter, he was t- like the scripture I used for. Oh, you just for, throw, you just throwing out scriptures. <laughs> Look at the minister. The minister no, was like, well, even in Titus. No, because when <laughs> no, I no no give I me the scripture. Did, yeah. I don't have it, but I was referring to it because with likewise oh. life, the whole concept is show them, be a model, and they will do likewise. Absolutely, and that's what he's saying. He it, likewise. That means I need to see what it's like so I can move in that way. Yeah, I need to see, understand by seeing. That's what yeah. likewise means. And it, I, I gain a certain wisdom by seeing what it's like. Yes. Ugh. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, you gain an understanding. Mm-hmm. Even when you think of, though, in the scripture where he talks about a model, like he's talking about being like a template, you know, even just something people can look at and kind of. prototype. Kinda, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like I want people to look at me and be like me. It's just like look at what I'm doing and And know see that there's, where it's, there's a possibility there. Yes. That you may go in that way. Mm-hmm. You st- these girls see Misty Copeland, the black ballerina, right. and now they don't have to. When they think ballerina, think this. Right. Now they can think ballerina and think 
Misty Copeland is is black, and I could be she like her. Yeah. She made it. When we think of saved, think of the person you think of. Yeah, they ain't young. No, you know, they they not happy. I know. I have a visualization of how I saw Christians. They always were sad. Always had a solemn look. Yeah. They always were older. They always had a, a lot of struggles with them. Mm-hmm. A lot of baggage with them. A lot of kids with them. <laughs> they always was female. Yeah. And you usually know not with money. All that. Absolutely. Unfortunately. When but. you thought of males in church, you always thought of leadership positions. Yeah. Pastors, elders, deacons. There never was male parishioners. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? They're few and far between. They're few and far between. When you think of male parishioners in the church, I, you start thinking about the homosexual contingency. It's true. The effeminization of men in the church. It's true. The, these are the things that have become the likeness that we see. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to move likewise to that. No. We're supposed to be the likeness of Christ in every diverse aspect of humanity. We should be the likeness of Christ. Amen. That means I should, my young nieces and nephews should be able to see 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 22-year-olds who are serving Christ. Yes. They should be able to see 29-year-olds, 30-year-olds who not having midlife crisis, but are actually walking in the fullness of life yes. with God. But I think that's our problem. We get so selfish and we get caught up in our own stuff that we're not even thinking about what we look like. You looking crazy out Absolutely. here. Absolutely. I know that I was even blessed to, have, to grow up and have at least one parent mm-hmm. who was authentic in her living that I never walked in on or seen something that was inconsistent to the way she was trying to live. Amen. Do you know what I'm saying? Was she perfect? No. But what I'm saying is, is that I never seen her try to be anything but pleasing to God. Yeah, the pursuit is there. The pursuit, the pursuit never, always, the energy was always there. And I'm like, let's just start there, church. Yeah. As young people, as blacks, whites, as single, as married, let's give these young people a representation of someone who is at least in pursuit of God. Amen. Who is at least interested in looking how he looked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There was a certain thing that affected you when you grew up with your father. Yeah. And then you saw him shift. It you impacted me really. And it impacted yeah. you. It made me not want nothing to do with religion. You know? You see people do stuff and it's... Uh, no, it, 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 no it's, you see people do stuff. Yeah. But the stuff, you know, we don't know what it means. To, yeah. But we see them do things and it, it creates a crisis in our faith. It does. Nobody wants to. And the only reason I'm bringing that up is because let's be let's be real. Nobody wants to own the impact they have. Yes. On someone else's life. Yeah, we like to feel like it's just about us and nobody's paying attention to us. I'm invisible. Like, yes. No, you're not. Eyes are on you. I didn't want to realize that. The, the way I lived, the way I moved in my life had a irrevocable effect on the faith of everyone around me. It does. I, I'm thinking like, you know, it's, it's one thing when people you do something and somebody like, yo... I lost all faith in you. 
It's another thing. Yes. When you do something and somebody say, you know what? I lost, I lost all faith in, in God. God. And I know there's some people who, you know, I, I know that Christian contingency. There's there's people who say, if they could lose their faith, it wasn't faith to begin with. Got you. I understand. But what I'm telling you is, if you think that you don't have a, a, a responsibility and a role in this earth to shine your light before men so that they may see it and just looking at you propel them to do likewise yes. then you haven't read your bible because <laughs> i just combined three scriptures into you one did. <laughs> you haven't read your bible you don't understand yes they everybody is, should get to a point where their faith is so concrete and so resolute that their convictions move them and propel them beyond other people's leading or misleading yes but how do you get there by a little bit of lead. That's right. And I love the way we're talking about this because we're not talking about like lip service. We're talking about being a representation. Like this is a lifestyle. This yeah. is a life you're living that, you know, people see. Because yeah. he, if he says we're a light, that means people are going to notice us. Like, what the song say? What you see is what you get. <laughs> it's an old song, but it literally what you what people see is what they're going to take from you. Yeah. You can't let them see one thing and be like, I promise you, promise you it's better. It's just that, you know, I'm having a bad day. <laughs> they, they might not get another day. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? There's a certain level of perception of the church right now that it didn't come overnight. It came over years, years and years and years yep. and generations of people being consistently inconsistent. Yep. Of people being righteously ratchet. <laughs> You had another one. That was good. <laughs> what was it? Did I have another? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is, <laughs> we do know that we're complicit in it as well. Mm-hmm. I am. I could have done better in my 20s. I could have understood my role better. I could have. I, there's tons of young men who will come out and if, if I asked them to and say, you know, tell me what you thought of how I represented myself. They'd be like, you, you were an example to me. You, you, you really helped me to understand this, that, and the other. That's great. But there wasn't enough. Yeah, the power, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I even think about me. Like, I always think because I'm, you know, quote, unquote, quiet or I don't, you know, I'm not the most articulate person. That My voice don't matter, but it does. Like, people need to hear somebody who is unsure of themselves, who don't really have all the confidence in themselves, still trust God and still walk in that because confidence. Because we, we, we have to cover every, every, facet, every facet of humanity. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We got to go that particular. I, I Not only do I want to represent humans and let you know that it is in a human's capability. capacity mm-hmm. and capability to honor and serve God. <laughs> because Jesus came as the word made flesh and knew no sin. That means, guess what? I could also be as unfamiliar with <laughs> sin. Yep. People can knock, sink and knock on my door and be like, excuse me, who are you? <laughs> Never saw you before. You don't know me? No, I don't know you. I can be like that. Number two, I also represent African Americans. I can can be a representation that African American Christianity is not all about tambourines, dancing, flipping, singing, 
performance, soulful performance. I'm in soul food. <laughs> Afterwards. <laughs> Afterwards, tons of food and none of the integrity. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. The only thing high in us is our cholesterol. Jesus. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? The, when we talk about the spirit is moving, it's moving us right to the bathroom after horn and horn. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a perception of the black church that I can represent that it's not all like that. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I represent male. males. Mm-hmm. I'm able to show them that men can be in the church, not in the church to pray on women, but in the church to pray with women. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could be in the church seeking God, not draws. <laughs> all right, you ain't have to do all that. Jesus after dark. Is money. <laughs> money. People attach that to you. They think, or even us doing a podcast, people think everything is just about people trying to get money. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can also represent people with businesses. Yes. And show them how your business doesn't have to swallow you up. Nope. And make it so you have no space, no room, no time for God. I know people who who don't have a business, barely have a job, who say they never have time for God. Yeah. And I'm here to represent that that is a lie. It is. Do you get what I'm saying? The same way when I listen to, uh, because my mother represented um, uh, being a mother, poor mother, poor black mother. Mm-hmm. With seven children. Yep. So when I see a poor black woman with two kids complaining, I it's hard for me to connect in a a sympathetic way. Right. I do have empathy, but not for what she thinks. I have empathy for the fact that she don't know her power. Mm-hmm. She don't know what she can do with God. Amen. Because God helped my mother take care of seven children. Oftentimes, watching them and tending to them on her own because my dad was working so hard. I remember those times and I know that's what she represents. And we are in a position where we represent these things. We We represent them and we got to take ownership to that and say, I want to be an example of what it's like. I'm not just a human. I'm not just an African-American. I'm not just a black man. I am also a single Christian, African American, yeah. black man. Yep. Take it a next step further. I'm a single African American <laughs> black man who is a virgin. Take it a step further. I'm a single African American black man who's a virgin and also drink. is a minister and never had a drink, but also <laughs> is a minister. Yeah. And so I'm in a position where many a minister are falling and failing. And there would be, you would think, well, you are too. Well, I can change the identity and the image mm. that people have of these things. Yeah. Because representation matters. Yeah, even in the scripture, he's, he, 2 Corinthians 5 and 20 says, Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf to be reconciled with God. Like he's, he's telling us. We're ambassadors. We're ambassadors. We're represented. We are representatives. Mm-hmm. We are representatives of what? God. Yep. Showing people that they can do likewise. Yes. That it's possible. Yes. That not only is it are we responsible, 
but we are responsible for something that is possible. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like people miss that. Like you, we we are sometimes. I actually even thought it that, that God is being unreasonable in the things that He asks when I read the scriptures. Yeah, but honestly, He's not. When I start seeing that people can do it, and honestly, I understand somebody. I keep hearing the Christian contingent mm-hmm. saying things. I, I, I'm getting a dispatch right now. <laughs> They're saying right now, that's what David was for. That's what Jesus was for. Mm-hmm. That's what Solomon was for. Mm-hmm. There are Every. examples. Mm-hmm. Paul is our example. And, and l- listen, listen to me, Christians. They are our examples, and they do make it real for us in a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But even Paul understood, I can only do but so much. Yes. And so that's why in Titus, he said, I need everyone to be an ambassador. Yes. If one person representing one thing could represent all of us, <laughs> Then that'd be different. But even he, Paul said, I became all things to all men so that all may be healed. Mm-hmm. All may be free. Yes. All may be saved. That's what it's all about. Yes. And that everybody has to understand their part in being all things to all people. Yeah, because when you think about like, even if you put every single Christian in a room with every single person they know. That everybody's room would be different. Everybody knows different people, and those are different walks of life that need to see the. Everybody done. deals with different things. Everybody deals with different Guess what? things. To be honest, I could share the word of God with a, a dude off the street, but you know what? It would impact him more meeting another dude who was in the street. Yeah, and seeing that dude transition himself from being in the street having a dependency on that income and those things to moving and being legitimate, not just a good citizen, but a good citizen of the kingdom of God. Amen. To, to see that would be more impactful. Yes. And I don't take umbrage to that. Mm-hmm. I don't get offended but to that. I don't take it personal and say, well, he should listen to me. He should listen to me. But I know who can actually impact him more than me. Yeah. And if I knew somebody, that's why I go and grab you all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'll connect you with a young girl. Because, it, yeah, it's nice that she can listen to me. It's nice that I preach and she it, it interests her and she <laughs> really want to grow in Christ and stuff. But I'm like... To put the nail in the coffin, mm-hmm. I need you to see it's realistic. See it's real. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, can, I looked at past my pastor, Pastor Cook, and I listened to him, and I admired him, and I looked up to him. I still do. Mm-hmm. But as a young man, I also saw it as something that would come in my life in time. Mm-hmm. But there's a problem with that. The problem with that is that I don't know if I'm going to have the same time Pastor Cook had. Yeah. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We can look at our, I looked at my mother and I was like, man, when I'm when I'm her age, you know, I want to be just as fired up for God. You know, I want I want, but I, you know, I'm still young. Still young. And I, I you know, I could do this. I, no, it it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. We need young people need to see that it, this is not a thing to aspire to in time. It's a thing to aspire to right now. Yes. Because I think one thing you said one time before is like we don't we don't 
do something to become something. We we are something to do something. Something like that. Am I saying that wrong? God Almighty, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you said we don't do to be. We we are. We be to do or something like we that. We don't do to become. Right. We do to be. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, because he said, be holy as I am holy. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not a thing you work up to. Exactly. He said, be. That's what I was trying yeah, to Yeah, yeah, no, you got it, you got it. <laughs> he said, be it. So that means the minute I do it, I am. I am, it. yes. It's not something, the minute I do it, and I'm like, well, if I do this for 10,000 hours, according to Malcolm Gladwell, I'll be holy. Right. No, he said, be holy for I am holy. That means do holy and you will be holy. Yep. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. But nobody's going to feel like they can do if they don't see other people do. That's true. All we're seeing is a lot of can't do. <laughs> and then we wonder why these kids don't even, they, they listen to the word and th- feel like it's as far away from them as the galaxies. Yeah, and it's moved up. We're not even talking about kids. Like, you're talking about adults, talking about adults. like young adults. 20s. Just, yeah. 30s. Yeah. Don't see how... I, They're so detached from it. This is this is where I, I'm, I'm really spiritually bothered. Mm. Is the 30-something contingency, the late 20s, early 30s contingency... At this stage of the game, you literally, you listen to women right now and they really are regurgitating catchphrases and lines from reality shows. They literally are talking an amalgamation of phrases and euphemisms they've seen on Twitter and hashtags from Love and Hip Hop and Black Ink. They are no longer speaking from a true place of who they even were created to be. Yeah. They are literally uh, jacked into the pop culture lexicon <laughs> and are the new robot. Yeah. Because it goes with what we were saying. You see something that you kind of identify with and you take it as your identity. Like, it doesn't but mean he, that's but who, here's you, the thing. who you are. It's not real. It's not. It is, the reason I say this, the new robot, is because we have a form of artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. We do. Yeah. The reason they call robots artificial intelligence is because that robot has not, he wasn't born with something that came from nothing. He was born with something that came from men. Yep. It's artificial. So it's artificial. Mm -hmm. It was man-made thinking. Mm Mm-hmm. So what happens wow. when you see 20-somethings and 30-somethings walking around not with a thinking that comes from above, yeah. but with a collection of programming that came from TV, music, culture, and then we wonder why they're not authentic. It's true. We wonder why they're not real. We wonder why they're hashtag this and hashtag that. I'm talking to a a woman and she's a grown woman and she is literally saying things that I literally, I could just, I see the word bubbles popping out of her mouth and you could just put a hashtag in front of it. That's how, that's how I said something to her. She was like, I mean, I don't understand. What do you mean? I knew what she meant, but I'm like, why do you have to talk to me like that? We, we're talking to each other right now. I'm in your face and you just said I mean and stopped. Yeah. Cause I can't you can't process anything original. You can only process what you've read or seen. Do you and- think God created you to speak emoji? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's I didn't true. say no that ain't no African language I just said. <laughs> it's true. God didn't create us to speak emoji. 
He didn't create us to talk in hashtags. He created us to have a, a true intelligence that yeah. came from his word. But people have thrown that away. And then we wonder why they, they're mindless. Yeah. Wonder why they're fruitless. And then the young people see this and they're like, well, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, I guess this is what uh, I'm supposed to do. Yep. This is how I'm supposed to talk. That's why when you tell them to come to church and speak, they can't speak. Yeah, I, or they don't connect to it. You, you so detached, you like, they don't the know idea what to say. of even, yeah. They're like, minister, I don't know how you preach like that. Because I open myself up to let God's word speak through me. Mm-hmm. I don't jack myself into the social media database and let pop culture speak through me. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's people out here, let's keep it a thousand and one. They can speak more about Blue Ivy than about Christ. That's mm. true. They seen the nakedness of Kim Kardashian more than they've spent time in the word to see the nakedness of who they are. Mm. Wow. Mm. That's a whole nother thing, but it's true. Because you think about how you, you deta- you're so detached from who you even are. You're so used to... Plugging yourself into everybody supp- else's lives. The and- Bible tells us that we're supposed to bear fruit. Guess what? That's so that others can see that there could be fruit on their tree. But instead of them bearing fruit, they got bare fruit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> B-E-A-R, B-A-R-E. Mm-hmm. They're lacking. Fruitless individuals because they don't even think that there's supposed to be a lot on their tree. <laughs> That's why people respond to us in in negative ways, because they don't see it as realistic. So when they look at us, they hate us because they think we're frauds. Yeah, or you just have to be crazy. It's one or the other. Like you either even if you're crazy, you're still a fraud. Yeah, because they like if you were saying you wouldn't do this. Yeah, because they don't have no representation. No representation. Mm -hmm. All they know is their mama never lived nothing. Their daddy never lived nothing. Their sister. Their, their sister, cousin. their brother, their cousin never lived nothing. How all of a sudden you live something? My whole family couldn't live nothing. Yeah. Every man I know take advantage of women. You tell me you, t- you don't take advantage of women? It's true. It's the new normal. When that's the- because there's no representation. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm here for. That's what I live for. <laughs> and the crazy thing about it is God, when he talked about we just represented, he's still on top of that. It's saying eyes haven't seen nor ears have heard. Like, nor is it incident to the heart, heart of, of man, man, what he has prepared for us. Yeah. How so do you we just, get to that point? Yeah. How do you We're get not even to, there, though. You can't get to that point these days because people don't think it's real. Yeah. When you tell them God takes care of you. God blesses you. That's why it's important that we have rich Christians. It's important that we have people who have oodles and goodles of money who can represent a contingency to say, you know what? I'm going to be the first to tell you. Jesus wasn't lying when he said it's hard for a rich man to get into heaven. But guess what? With the power of his spirit, I'm making it. That's right. It's hard to have a million dollars and not let that million dollars choke the living snot out of you. It's true. It's hard to have a business and have money piping in and not let that business consume your mind on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. We are representations of that Mm -hmm. for people who are trying to start a business. And you, they hear people say, you know, trust God with your business, man. They're like, well, you ain't even got a business. I don't even know what you mean. You know, I don't even know why you saying it. 
They can talk to us. Come talk to us. AOTA Creative Group. The creative represents Christ because he's the creator. Everything that we are is Christ-like, is God-like. I can say I'm creative because he's the creator and I follow and seek him. I don't even seek creativity. I seek the creator. We got to talk about that another time. Yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Once At one point, I sought creativity. And in the process of seeking creativity, what you find is madness. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Because this is why most artists lose their minds. Yeah. Because they're trying, they they realize what other people don't realize, which is they know this that they they can't do it on their own. Mm-hmm. They know creativity comes out of nowhere. But now they're trying to pull something out of nowhere, not understanding that it's not nowhere, it comes from God. Yep. It drives them crazy. People tell them, I need something tomorrow. And they don't know how to connect with the creator to get creativity, to have it flow through. They don't know how to rest in him so that you can have true inspiration instead of falling into desperation. People start creating out of desperation. People you, people wonder like, oh, how, why is it that his first album is amazing? And then his second, third, fourth, fifth is uh, what's so-so. Because when you don't, when you just have time to focus and the trappings of this world don't choke you away from that focus, you can be inspired. Yeah. But how can you be inspired when the world is weighing on you? Yeah. That's where you need to be connected to the creator mm-hmm. or you will lose your mind. It's true. Side note. But all of that still is together with it because I also represent artists. Artists. Mm-hmm. Artists for Christ, creatives who are in love with the creator, Mm -hmm. who are able to make masterpieces because the master is their piece. (laughs) (laughs) Able to to make multiple things. I can draw. I can write songs. I can do poetry. I can do whatever I put my mind to because I put my mind on Christ. That's true. And he gives us inspiration instead of desperation. I don't create art to make money. God take care of me. I create art because he gives me that outlet to do it. That's the beauty of it. You as an artist who are still fully understanding the the limits and the, the, the depths of your artistry. Yeah, and people don't understand, like, when you, like you said, serve God, you get exposed to so many different things you didn't even know, like... That it overwhelms you. Yeah. And so we have to have these conversations. That's what a podcast even exists. Mm-hmm. Podcasts exist for us to literally represent mm-hmm. because representation matters. I don't want to just see that I, I could be a businessman because I see it, businesses and they're owned by black people. But I also want to see that I can be a Christian businessman. Because yes. there's Christians who happen to be black and own companies that excel. And even use your business to minister too. Like not even like, praise the Lord, welcome to your, like not like that in yeah. a corny way. But even just telling your testimony about what he's done. Like, yeah. It's, people, it's powerful. When, you, when people look at us and they're so impressed 
half the time because they don't expect what we can provide no. because we don't <laughs> look like we can do it. No, we don't. But it opens us up to share with them that we are living, breathing yes. representations of what happens when God takes your least and does the most. Because part of that representing is you have to uh, um, embrace who you are. Like you have to be willing to look at all the things wrong with you and say, this is who I am. But God is so much greater. Yeah. You know, he's going to make something with this mess. But nobody wants to look at themselves yeah. that way. <laughs> Just what I want y'all to do. Take a pause next Sunday when instead of being in church, you're drinking mimosas. Take a pause and think. This very moment where I'm at, this very second, this very millisecond, this very slice, this sliver. Matter of fact, don't. it's hard for you to encapsulate time in these slivers in a proper way. So what I want you to do is just pull your phone out and take a picture mm-hmm. so you can capture that moment, mm-hmm. that second, that millisecond. And ask yourself, is this the person, this the person that I want to see my daughter be? Sure. Is this the person, even if you got a real daughter or imaginary one, <laughs> is this the person that I want my son to be? Yeah. For those of you, two o'clock in the morning, you still up doing God knows what. <laughs> Take a pause in the middle of it. Just tell her, hold tight. <laughs> just say one second and just snap a pic. Ask yourself, is this the person that you want yeah. to be the 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 sum of your life. Yeah. Is this the equal sign? Mm. Is this it? If you died right then, does this represent who you really want to be? Yeah. We're not even going to talk about do it represent God yet. I'm just asking, do it represent who you really want to be? Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't, then it's time for us to move and set into motion a change. So because we gotta understand who you are at that moment is having an effect on everyone else around you. It is, yep. It is. Mm-hmm. The Antoinette that you are right now is having an effect on people around you, young and old. Yep. Trust me. <laughs> Trust yep. me. It blew my mind when I started seeing people older than me. Be impacted by my life. Yeah, because especially older believers, like it, it reaffirms their faith. Even it helps yeah. them. It reinvigorates them. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. My dad it's said important. something that it really touched me yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, in church, and he was sharing his testimony. He said, "When I feel down, when I feel like giving up, I look at the growth in my children." Yes. Man, kill me. Hit me in the gut. You want to know why? Because that's the stuff money can't buy. Nope. That's the stuff faking in church can't get you. <laughs> that's the stuff being a hypocrite can't afford you. That's the stuff the dreams are made of. <laughs> Prayers are made of. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. That's, right. that's why I live. Mm-hmm. That's why I represent. Because I realize that representation matters. That I'm showing my dad something that nobody showed him. him. Sure. And it's just in a generation of me's, you know what I mean? 
We got to understand this. It's a we thing. It is. And we live this life. We, you living your life to show your father something that he may have never saw. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> you living it to show your brother. Just like I'm living it to show my sisters and my brother something they never saw. Mm-hmm. See, because it's the people that's closest to us they get to really bite on this gold nugget and see if it's real. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, I mean, they're inti- more intimate. They yeah, see yeah. how you move. And, yeah. yeah, I don't even, man, half the time when people who, these people who you just pass through in church and they got something to say about you, I'm like, man. I don't know you like that. I don't even know you like that, man. <laughs> you know, I hope that you see something that impacts you. But really, if I impact you, but my brother ain't impacted, there's a flaw in my representation. Mm, yeah. That's, we talk about why the church is empty, but we're not really being honest why the church is empty. The church is empty because of poor representation. Your fam not even there. Your fam's the not there. The last five contacts and your phone not even there. Not even there. Why? Because we, we haven't always been the best representation. That's true. We haven't. Because I guarantee you, if we was the representation of the goodness of God, people who are living the hell in this life are going to gravitate towards the goodness of God. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? The people that we engage with and deal with on a daily basis are tasting. And if they're not tasting and seeing the Lord in us, then they'll never think he's good. Mm. They won't. They won't. This is deeper than witnessing. This is not knocking cold, knocking on people's doors and harassing them and handing them daily uh, breads and, and tracks. The you know them comic joints. They still do those little comic yeah, joints. Those were some. Those are some disturbing things. You know, amen to the person who decided that that was an interesting thing. Great. Hopefully, it impacted the people in your circle. But one thing that's good for somebody. Ain't always good for everybody. everybody yeah. Y'all not going to take these little comic book tracks and bring them to the hood. <laughs> and think that people going to read that and be like, you know what? Come on. They not walk, they not living illustrated life. Mm-hmm. Their life ain't illustrated. The pain and the struggle that they face, it ain't no, it ain't, it can't fit on a cartoon strip. No. It's a horror flick. So you think a cartoon strip going to help them? <laughs> Literally. We got to get to the point where church people stop trying to set it and forget it. Stop trying to take little snapshots of God and put it on brochures and papers and hand it to people. We don't need pictures no more. We need a movie. Yes. Is your life a movie? (laughs) It should be a motion picture. Amen. Just a second. We we, we got to go there. I didn't want to go there, but we got to go there. So... There's 24 pictures per second moving. In standard. In standard film format. Mm -hmm. 24 pictures are moving in in the speed of one second Mm -hmm. to make it look like it's moving. moving. Motion pictures. What does that mean? That means you can show me a picture of Christianity, Mm. but that only represents 24th of a second. Mm. Some of y'all, that's about as long as you can hold your righteousness. Mm. It's 124th of a second. 
But we need to see a motion picture. Sorry. A a succession (laughs) of moments strung together to give us a movie. Wow. A full image of what walking in God is all about. Yeah. That picture just show you standing in God. I need to see you walking, moving in God. Mm -hmm. Antoinette's face is not as impressed with this as I am. (laughs) You start talking text, so you already know my brain goes all the way there. But it's it's good. It's powerful. (laughs) I'm trying to be a motion picture. Yeah. I'm trying. I got. I'm trying to take moments. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and it's consistent. Like I, I feel like that's a part of it. That's just. It's missing the consistency. You're not stopping when things get tough and yeah. people seeing you faint and fall off. Like the consistency got to be there. Has to be there because looking at that, the enduring, watching that, Paul writing letters in jail. Like they needed to see that. Yeah. Like a man in jail is still preaching the gospel. See, that's another thing. That, that's that's why I like about the live photo thing in app, in, the, in the iPhone. Mm-hmm. It's like a snapshot is always orchestrated. It is. It's always rehearsed. It's always staged. But it's funny with the live photo because I get to see a second before. <laughs> So you can see, face you yeah, before you see you the person the like but get their lazy eye right before they say they're ready. You know, <laughs> they tap the side of their head. <laughs> you see them kind of fix their little dead look on their face. You, you see the them, double chin. You, you see them stick lift their the double out. chin out. You don't know, stretch the turkey the turkey neck <laughs> out. You see them get themselves ready to be captured. Mm-hmm. But God is looking for a movie, mm-hmm. so we get to see. All of it. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? We we need to see all of it. All of it. <laughs> Imagine if the Bible was just snapshots, just one second of Adam and Eve's life. It would have just said, in the beginning was God, and he walked in the garden with Adam and Eve, and that been the end. And we've been Aww. like, oh, that's so awesome. But God said, no, y'all get to see how this thing plays Jesus. out. yeah. The full picture. The full picture. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine, you know, Adam and Eve telling the story to their kids. Maybe they left a few things out. <laughs> Maybe they didn't tell them the whole thing. Maybe they did. But that, that's what we have to be. We have to be the whole story. That's right. Even the good, the bad, the ugly, we have to be the whole story for people. That's right. But even in the bad times, they need to see me. Seeking God. Yeah. Even in the awkward phases. Like, you know what I mean? They need to see us. Seeking God. They need to. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's why I I don't mind, you know, struggling with the podcast. And sometimes we don't really have it. And sometimes it ain't really feeling right. I want people to take it in and understand I'm just like them. It's a part of it. This is a part of it. Mm -hmm. When I'm weak, he is strong. Mm -hmm. Representation matters. Yeah, go see Black Panther. It should make you feel good. You see somebody that look like you flipping around doing karate with a tight suit on. Great. But it should also make you feel good that somebody can look at you and see it's possible to God live right. Yep. It's possible to live right. And God is real. That's that's bigger. That's some superhero stuff Black Panther can only dream of. I'm Black Panther. <laughs>
episode 51. Antoinette, it's been a pleasure. We just shook hands. We just shook hands. <laughs> episode 51, guys. I'm having a ball. See y'all in one week when we celebrate one year. We out.